0: Hello today an athlete who made history on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here and is now heading to her fourth Games which is crazy as she's just 27 this weekend. It's Mark Shardlow here for the last six months I've been telling stories of Olympians and Paralympians lots to listen back to as we come up to the Games just a month away to the Olympic Games. But it's a happy birthday this weekend to Holly Arnold. Holly is heading to the British Athletics Championships with a big smile on her face after being amongst the first group in track and field named to represent Paralympics GB in Tokyo this summer. I first came across Holly when I was working on a sports awards night and she was this talented teenager making a name in Paralympic sport in the F46 Javelin. Well, eight years later, I was thrilled to be interviewing her in Rio, with a gold medal around her neck. Throw in a gold at the Commonwealth Games on the Gold Coast, four World Championship titles and the full house with the Europeans, as well as an MBE, and you have one of the most successful Paralympians coming out of GB. And I met up with Holly Arnold by the track at the High Performance Centre at Loughborough. Well, Holly, uh, great to see you and congratulations. Thank
1: you very much. This
0: is, what, the fourth
1: time? Yeah, fourth Paralympics. Um... Yeah, sometimes you forget that I went to Beijing in 2008. It just seems like such a long time ago. Um, Of course, we wish that Tokyo was going ahead last year, but we're lucky that it's going ahead this year.
0: Yeah, and because it didn't go ahead last year, you had a crazy, I must say, very unexpected year. (laughs) And I'm obviously going to talk about being on I'm a Celebrity. Yeah. Um, That must have been completely unexpected for 2020.
1: Yeah, I mean, I had no idea that I would ever get the opportunity to do something like, you know, obviously as a sports person, a sport woman myself, I guess I just never really knew that that opportunity would come for you know, for a Paralympian. But do you know what? It's the best thing I ever did. Um, I met so many incredible people. The fact that I was the first ever disabled and Paralympian to go on there, I feel like I'm really proud to be able to say that and hopefully now in the the future, there's going to be more disabled people out there that is able to go on that show because I hope that I've shown people on that show that doesn't matter like your disability or you know what kind of barriers people put in front of you you can break them down you just kind of have that support and it was that sport mentality that kind of helped me um, through the whole process of the the bugs and the creepy crawlies and all the horrible things that I had to do. Um, I think the worst was eating less calories For, for a sports person I was just like I eat, uh, you know, a fair amount of calories to be able to train and and work hard but living off 600 calories is not okay. Is that what you had to do? Yeah, the beans and rice were 600 calories Mm. and hopefully if we got stars which would equal food, then we'd get a little bit more, but it was, I don't think it was ever more than probably 900 800 calories, so it was tough, it was quite mentally and physically tough but I got through it, I absolutely loved doing it and um, it definitely cheered my 2020 year up
0: Yeah, and we needed a cheer for (laughs) what was the worst thing they made you do
1: Um, I think it was the the one where all the girls were together and we were being literally, it was like slapped with meat and, and fish guts and the, the smell and the stench and we had to sort of get ourselves out with a, with a lock and it was just, it was like a real rushed situation and I was panicking because I was like, oh God, what if I can't, you know, get the lock open and I don't want my disability to affect anybody else but I think I got in there really, really quick and um, I nearly slipped through the process of the fish guts but the smell and... Oh, it was just awful. After I mean, we tried to shower and shower and shower, and my hair smelt like fish for about a week. So <laughs> it was disgusting. So that was probably the like hardest thing I had to do.
0: You touched upon it there, and I think it's really interesting when you watch uh, a lot of these shows. You know, whether it's Strictly or whether it's even the Bake Off, yeah. that sports people do particularly well in them.
1: I think it's that competitive edge. Um, I mean, most people, you know, say like, oh is it hard to like, to lose and not win all your stars? And I'm like, do you know what, it, it is. And it's more so for my, my, my teammates, you know, for the for the guys, because I feel like I've let them down. If I don't win them enough stars for us to eat, I would would rather have gone out with food and everybody else have the food. And that's not actually my mentality in like my sport life. So it actually brought a really lovely side out to me. It was, a, I'm very nurturing myself anyway, but to be in a group full of the people with, you know, different personalities really brought the best out of me and I think yeah the the sport inside definitely brought out the competitive and that's what kept kept me mentally going for the whole couple of weeks <laughs> I was there but um I just loved it it was a, a fantastic experience
0: yeah because you're in good company here at Loughborough I spoke to Steph Reid who did yeah. well in Bake Off and then of course Libby Clegg who yes. I remember whispering to me I'm going to win this <laughs> like this was back way before uh, Dancing on Ice started so yeah. Uh, yeah great great to see you competing Thank at that you. so let's go back to Beijing then. Because how would you have been there 14? The um, yeah, of the team. I just turned
1: 14. So I was selected, I was 13 at the time when I was selected, and then I competed in September um, when I was 14. So it yeah, I'm 27 this Saturday. So when you kind of look at it that it's just I've been doing this for it feels like forever. Yeah, half your life or um, more. Yeah. And to be honest, you know, I'm I'm percent not gonna retire straight away. I've still got a couple more games in me left, so um, but yeah, do you know what? Having the experience of Beijing, then to London, to Rio, and then Tokyo, um, I will take many, many things from all the different all the different games, and you know, try and make this um, a really positive one.
0: Um, do you feel a very different person than that little sort of thirteen-year-old girl?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. You know, I know. I've hopefully matured a lot. I know a lot more about my sport. Um, you know, I in, I enjoy competing. I, you know, I love being competitive and, you know, it, always going head to head with my competitors. It's just something that I guess I fell in love with javelin and sport when I was 14 years old. But I grew and became a Paralympian through all the experiences and I guess you know meeting all different kinds of people and being able to travel the world doing something I love don't always get that opportunity in life so i am really really grateful that i get to do this and get to go to tokyo for my fourth paralympics i can't wait
0: yeah it's great to hear you say that and you must have had so many different experiences in there just even the the, you know going to paralympics from a a young girl from yeah. London, which must have been just <laughs> mega, yeah. to Rio, where you came back with a gold medal. I mean, everyone's different.
1: Yeah, and and do you know what? And people ask me, you know, would you have, have loved to win a medal in, in London 2012? Of course I would, but do you know what? From From going back to Beijing to London, that experiences and that sort of setback made Rio all the more sweeter, you know, standing on the podium knowing that me, my family... You know, everybody around me sacrificed so much for that moment. It was just one of those moments that I don't think you you could ever get back. Um, And I'll always remember that moment and being standing on the podium, crying my eyes out. The fact that I won the gold medal and broke the world record for the first time was just, yeah, it was just incredible. So fingers crossed they can create that in Tokyo.
0: You mentioned family sacrifices there. And I guess when you you are competing at such a level at such a young age, there are many sacrifices involved in that.
1: I mean, I honestly wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for my family. Um, we moved, uh, we made the choice as a family together to move from Grimsby, where I was born and raised, to Wales, South Wales. And it's, you know, six hours. My mum and dad were away from their family. I was away from my family and friends. I was meant to start college, um, you know, when I, when I was 16. And we made the choices, but the choices we made and the sacrifices were tough and had quite harsh negative effects with you know certain things with mental health of my family but you know what it it enabled me to become the person I am today and it enabled me to go out there and win that gold medal and break the world record. So I hope that I still make my family proud.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you do. And where are they now? Are they in Wales or have they gone back to Grimsby? No,
1: they've gone back to, um, so they're based in Bimbrook, which is just outside of Grimsby. Beautiful, um, sort of, you know, all the woodlands and really rural, it's really beautiful on there. So, and I've got, of course, cause I live in for now that I'm only a couple of hours away from them. So I try and see them as much as possible. Um, obviously, with COVID and everything else, it's been quite tough. Um, but I'll be competing at the British Championships this weekend and they get to watch me. So I think that's probably the first time they're going to watch me since uh, 2019 in Dubai for the World Championship. So... Yeah yeah hopefully um i can go out there and, and do my best and at the end of the day i've been selected already for the paralympics so i just got to g- enjoy the process that's what it's about
0: yeah and i guess the sad thing really about this summer is that they won't be able to i don't know if they could afford it but they won't be yeah. able to come to tokyo
1: no um it's really it's really tough um just because i've always had mum and dad there supporting me and not Just, you know, for the major events, all the little things when I was younger, you know, the cross country I did and all the athletics meets, they were always there. So I think that just going ahead in Tokyo is you have to go there to do your job. You know, your potential, my coach might not be there um, on the day, but I know what he'll be saying to me in my head. I know what I need to do for mum and dad. And I think sometimes because, because of the situation we are in, we can't do anything about it. It's uncontrollable. So it's control the controllables. That's all you can do. Um, and I know they're there. I know they're going to be watching me on the TV. I know they're going to be screaming. Um, and that's all I kind of have to think about. So I'm really lucky that I've been to Paralympics before. So it's even though I get really pressurised and you know I just get so nervous and everything like do you that. you still get nervous? Yeah, when... God, 100%. Really? I may try and hide it on my face, but I really, in my stomachs, in knots and I get really nervous and but it's, it's all the excitement it's uh, the passion and I think sometimes if you if I lose that that's maybe when I should retire but I certainly haven't lost that yet
0: well you know just talking to you it shines through Holly uh, what a great attitude uh, you've you. had for this year thank you very much for talking to thank us thank you very much uh, enjoy the build-up and enjoy the games
1: thank you ever so much
0: and happy 27th birthday Holly heading for a fourth Paralympics and looking very happy and assured at Loughborough. I'm one of the first group of track and field athletes named for the Paralympics from Paralympics GB. More from some of the others in the coming days and weeks. Uh, Back on the next podcast with artistic swimming, you might know it as synchronised swimming, and the British pair named for the Olympics. But we'll call it a day for now. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the kind comments, and see you soon. Bye-bye.